The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fix This Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. I'm joined today by super friends Ryan Wilson, John Breach, and the PhD of the power rankings, Pete Prisco. What's up, buddy? What is up, ha- fellas? Happy, joyous, joyous, happy, joyous holiday holidays. Week. You know, everybody always goes, are the holidays different for you? What do you think? Yeah. We got to work worse. on Christmas Eve and we got to work on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> holidays, holidays, depending on how the NFL schedule plays out. And frankly, I think that the, the Roger Goodell has like the like South Park needs to come back and do a, a thing about Roger Goodell just battling Jesus. He's just adamant that he's going to take down Jesus with this Christmas slate, particularly this year. Um, Ryan Wilson, Grumpster Supreme, with multiple Christmas hey, trees. Pete, did Yo. you get the memo that we're supposed to wear a vest today? I didn't get the memo. No, yeah. I didn't get that either. It must be it must be in places where it's uh, forty degrees out, and I don't live in any of those places. Actually, six I days before Christmas is a classic vest day, guys. That's a good point. Yeah. I missed the John, Well, Breach actually, so most people don't know this, but um, in the Breach household, they treat Christmas like Halloween. And so Breach is dressed up as Marty, old Marty McFly right now. Back to the future one, I, Marty I McFly. would imagine Breach is one of those guys that takes Christmas and spreads it out and counts celebrating it for like 12 straight days. Way too happy, for sure. Nah, that, yeah. that sounds oh, yeah. about He's right. A very happy guy. Like, you've already started. Am I wrong? I have had a Christmas tree up since November 1st. Is that true? Uh, yes. Keep wow. That's that's I would keep it up the whole year if my weird. wife would let me. That's a lie. So November weird. 1st. It's not a lie. Pete, do you guys get a tree? A Christmas, I can't put up a Christmas tree. Is it Pete's in his house right now. That's Why? his decorations. No. Why? Because <laughs> it has to destroy it. What about a fake uh, one? They, they'd eat the, the little fake things off and get it oh, caught okay. in their so we guy. tried it one time and next thing I know they're sitting in there chewing on it. So we got a little tree like the one he's got there and we got it high up so they can't get to it. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. 
Um, it's very, very Grinchish, very appropriately Grinchish of you. Yeah, well, and I put some rap presents underneath that are poorly wrapped by me. That's like become a stick of mine. You know what's funny? Like, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I hate wrapping presents. I do oh, it. Oh, it's I do it the twenty fourth, like at ten p.m. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I do? I just throw it down, grab the paper, wrap it around, tape it over, and I go, "There it is." And my <laughs> wife knows that's what it's going to be. <laughs> it's care. a steak. <laughs> you know what? How about like my wife spends hours ha huh, over here. Let's fold this piece over, and I'm like, "Why? They're just going to tear into it anyways." There's a hundred percent chance Breach is a great gift wrapper. Oh, he's a good gift wrapper. I'm average. No, there's a hundred percent chance that Breach is. Breach's wife gift wraps the stuff for him, and he pretends like he did it. Uh, see, yeah. I bet back in the day in the Brinson household, there was like, you know, get the packages out. Oh, well, you did such a great job this year. Mm. We're going to give you extra eggnog. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, usually, actually, it's more like, ah, I'm going to have some more eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it's just, you know, it's funny. I, I, you guys have kids, so I can only imagine what this is like with Christmas, and you got young kids. You know, Will and Breach have young kids. I remember one year, and just God rest his soul, my little brother, he was, you know, he was 10 years younger than us. So all year, my mom tried to find this present he wanted and searched and searched and searched. And God bless her. She tried so hard to find it. And so she ended up getting them like, you know, whatever else, everything else he wanted and everything else he got. He was sitting there. We're watching him. He's probably like four or so, three or uh -huh. four. He's unwrapping him four or five or whatever. And he looks up and he goes, I didn't get whatever the hell my mom was looking for in a sea of everything else he got. We go, you little selfish. Was he, uh, <laughs> did he get treated? Did he get spoiled because he was the youngest? Yeah, he got abused and spoiled. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, have we settled in on the Christmas schedule where it's just like, regardless of when Christmas is, we're getting a couple games on Christmas Day? Or is that? No, that's just if it's in the, you're not going to have in the middle of the week, you're not going to have games on Christmas Day. Uh, well, like they've, they've week, covered everything so far, except for Wednesday. And I feel like if it's not Wednesday, year. I feel like if it's not Wednesday, then they're, and I feel like for, they might move them to Wednesday. Next year it'll be on Tuesday, Christmas, right? It's on a Tuesday. No, got, it's Wednesday next year because we got a leap year, so we're skipping it. Okay, so it's Wednesday. Oh. There will not be a game on Christmas. Oh, we'll see. So wait, was the Tuesday game that you're talking about, Breach, was that the COVID year? Yeah, that was yeah. the no, no, but but Christmas they did the Friday games a couple years ago. That was another kind of surprise. They're like, oh, let's do Christmas Friday games. Obviously, they're gonna do Saturday and Sunday. Surprise. They had never done a Monday triple header before, so that's the new little wrinkle this year. Uh, and then next year, if they hold Christmas on Wednesday, they're just gonna do every day of the week. And I wouldn't rule it out, Frisco. I don't. I wouldn't rule it out. They they would not rule. Do if they get forty million people. in the middle of the week on a Wednesday. But if Ravens 49ers gets 40 million viewers on yeah. Monday night, you tell me they're not going to put a game on Christmas? Well, I mean, Ravens uh, uh, 49ers is one hell of a game, whether you put it on on a, Wednesday, a Friday or a Saturday. If, what the if problem it's, uh, is – Well, right, but if it's Sunday, it's like 25 million. On Christmas, it could get 40. The, the problem is, like, how are you going to – if it's – like, Tuesday, I, see, I could see maybe you getting away with, like, a game on Tuesday and then, like, both – teams play on like a Monday doubleheader the next week, but the next week's going to be week 18. So it's all Sunday and then all Sunday. Right. I mean, like that's the tough oh, part. Is week you would, 17. Oh yeah. It'd be week 17. Right. So you Wednesday would be so tough, man. Like, and, and by the way, the speaking, speaking of scheduling, we're going to be doing a recap of the week 16 games on Christmas night, live on YouTube, right here on this channel youtube.com slash NFL on CBS or at NFL on CBS. If you want to come join us, don't. 
Um, <laughs> if we get bad numbers, stay out, maybe of, they... stay out of the eggnog that night, Brinson. Stay out of the eggnog. <laughs> no dice. No dice, bro. No dice. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, if you want to come hang out with us, please do. I don't think it matters <laughs> what our, how many people we get to watch. We're going to have to recap the week anyway, so might as well have some people hanging out with us. Um, but after uh, Pete's going to join us on Christmas night at midnight. No, he's not. <laughs> you can show off your All new right. PJs, Pete. I'm I'm on the pregame show that day. Mm. If you are watching on YouTube, by the way, hit the like button. Go ahead and subscribe. You'll get uh, turn on alerts. You'll get notified when we go live on Christmas night. You can check out our matchups and preview of Week 16 in the feed right now with myself, Katie Mox, Emery Hunt, and Prop Stars talking about Week 16. By the Let's way, can we, can we? Um, can we yep. not? Can, we're not. We're not really complaining because you. You we re, you do realize when you go into this business, you're going to be working on holidays. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know, and you're in yeah. your and anybody who like people schedule weddings in football season. You just you're not going. Don't yeah. schedule it. I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what it is. You know what my dad used to always you say? You could do a really good, really poor job at work the next day. There's always a need for ditch diggers. I was like, yep, could be worse. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not complaining. It's just, I mean. Not you know. we're, it's not, it's, it, we're covering, we're, we're covering football for a living. It's great. And to be clear, Wait, me and Preach aren't complaining. I'll leave it at that. Never. I'm not complaining either. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Zero complaints. I'm letting, I'm letting people know that we're. About over, the overzealous Christmas guy like Breach. They, 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 they carry yeah. it too far. Well, that's why he has it for two and a half months. He gets it all in, and then he's available for Christmas. To he only he only wants to do the podcast on Christmas night because he's going to be wearing like a Santa outfit. That's the only reason why. Um, all right, I'm top sure, holiday like movies. Give me what are your top three holiday movies, Pete? Top three uh, Christmas movies. Don't don't have any that stand Stop out. What, what in the name of little baby Jesus? Hey, what are they? Give me one. I'll tell you. Die yeah. Hard. Is Die Hard? Alone? That's debatable whether it's Christmas. Uh, I'm alone, Elf, and Die Hard, I think. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Christmas Vacation. No, no, no. My number one is Home Alone. My number two is Christmas Vacation. Number three, Die Hard. Easy. That's great. I don't think I ever saw Home Alone, so I can't. can't, You've never seen Home Alone? Uh, Maybe bits and pieces of it. I don't know. What is going Um, on? Christmas Story. What about that? You've seen Christmas Story? Probably not. The kids. Probably not. All right. It's a Wonderful Life. Wasn't that a Christmas movie? Yeah, that counts. Yeah, okay. There, I saw Jimmy that. Stewart. Christmas Vacation was actually funny, so I'll give you that no one. Die Hard, I still debate whether that's a Christmas movie or not, but it was okay. Well, you if you watch it around Christmas time. What, what movies do you watch around Christmas Batman time? Batman Returns? Saw 4. Huh? He's a Saw 4 guy. We, you watch Blazing, we watch Blazing Saddles around Christmas time. Is that weird? Blazing Saddles is a funny movie, but why would you watch it? It's not a Christmas movie. Nah, that's my family just watches it around Christmas time. But I mean, Christmas movies. I mean, Too much joy for you, Pete? I'll tell you I what's a good one. Not very good. <laughs> Sneak, Love Sneaky. actually. Love actually. Love actually. Pretty good Never movie. Saw it. Never saw it. Super star cast for with Love Actually. I can't believe give me, it. Give me. Give me. I mean, I. I, I don't know. I, I just maybe holiday in handcuffs. What? Holiday in handcuffs. All time classic. Never saw. I don't know that one. That sounds I like good. a I, naughty I just, movie. I just ABC never family movie. Sat around the, the the and watched Christmas movies on Christmas Day. I mean, no. I probably watched the Blue Gray game back in the day when it was on on Christmas Day. This is unbelievable. Ryan would have had to do some uh, podcast on the Blue Gray game. Do you remember the Blue Gray game? It was an all-star game of second-tier players. Yeah. Is that that Rashad Mendenhall's game? (laughs) 
<laughs> what'd you say? Uh, what'd you say, Princeton? I said, is that Rashad Mendenhall's game? <laughs> it actually had some pretty good players in it, guys that would play in the NFL and, and do well, too. I mean, I watched it on Christmas Day. That's now, I, I can't believe that. I didn't sit there. I can't believe you're like, I can't believe you're like, Christmas movies. I was like, no one. I guess you have done this your entire life. So most of your, like, most of these Christmas movies came out while you've been a NFL writer. So you've been like, not a, like, and you were traveling probably most of the time on Christmas, right? Yeah. Well, even when I was home, when we were young, like in our 20s and teens, and, and, uh, we'd have Christmas parties and Christmas stuff going on at my house. And this is going to sound awful, by the way. This oh, is boy. something we watched on Christmas for about 10 minutes. My parents, my grandparents were always around, so they were big, big on having the Christmas mass from Vatican on the TV late at night. Remember that came on real late at night. Yeah, so midnight, we go right? to my midnight mom's. Mass. We always go, let's turn that on because that's going to count. We don't have to go tomorrow. <laughs> hey, man, I I don't I don't hate you for that at all. I used to when I was uh, I went I grew up Baptist, and I would uh, after Sunday school I would go sit in the car as like a twelve year old just so my parents. I didn't have to go to church. My parents caught me one time. Like, what are you doing? This guy just sitting here staring at the back of the seat because I did not want to sit there for an hour and a half. I tried to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Me. We used to say we'd go to the Saturday mass and when we go to the bar. <laughs> no, all right. Enough humble bro. Oh, God. Jeez. That's enough. Uh, all right. You know My what? Mom, she's, twisting, she's twisting in her grave right now. My poor yeah. mother. Let's uh, let's move on to the power ranks. I Look, I'm going to, I don't want to say chastise. You're going to chastise me. Try to chastise no, no, me. I'm not chastising you. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say I'm a little disappointed in producer Harry here. A real opportunity for a who's been naughty, who's been nice theme to the power rankings. He doesn't yeah, celebrate Christmas. Like reach, you're over the top. Everything doesn't have to be Christmas. Ho ho it ho! Bah humbug. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just knew. <laughs> I'm laughing both at Pete and Harry. And I failed you all. Uh, so look, we'll start with the teams that were n- also calling a football team naughty. It's a little weird. Um, so we'll talk about the the uh, fallers. We'll really start with like the Eagles sliding down to number six. Pete, you and I talked about this on HQ like about an hour ago. Man, is this even far enough for the Eagles? They just gave up a... They promoted Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator, just gave up a game-winning drive to Drew Locke on Monday Night Football. And Jalen Hurts comes out as like kind of throwing the teammates under the bus. A.J. Brown doing the tweet storm about routes running. And it, is this something? Is this nothing? What are you more worried about? The offense, the defense? Yes, no, all of it. I what's, what's your take here on the Eagles? I've been more worried about the defense all year long. You know, and, and by the way, Darius Slay is on Twitter going at people too today, former players and stuff about mm. saying they really did. It's not like they really miss him anyway, because he didn't play that. He hadn't played that well either. Bradbury gave up the big plays down the field. That shouldn't happen. Uh, I, I think the defense is average. What are they, 28th in the league against the pass? Average, They're not yeah. very good. They're not very good on defense. But now you're compounding the problem because Jalen Hurts isn't playing very well. What is he? Doesn't he lead the league in turnovers? Isn't this, doesn't he yeah. take does he have more was, than Josh Allen? Even Look I was calling him Josh Allen numbers. last night. Josh Hurts last night. He was <laughs> yeah. It's it's not good. It's a bad situation. And uh, what was his illness? By the way, they never they everybody said it wasn't the flu. So what the hell was it? Did, did he mm. eat something? He must have ate some bad shrimp or something. You know. 
Yeah, Danny was talking yesterday on HQ. I heard Danny talking about um, he had gotten food poisoning once, and they were just pumping him full of fluids when he was a backup at the Broncos. Um, and he said it was it was hard to even like walk at that point. Um, so who knows what it was? I got food funny. poisoning from a um, bad shrimp in Las Vegas once, and it was on food the plane. Food poisoning is for real. I thought I, got- I was going to die. And the medic, <laughs> the medic, I got on the plane. Plane stopped in Dallas, and the medic, uh, army medic, goes, "Man, you, you don't look very good." I go. I can't tell you how bad I was sick on the last plane. And he goes, why? And I go, I ate bad shrimp. And he goes, dude, you're lucky you're alive. Oh, really? said, what are you talking about? He said, sometimes people die from that. And I said, yeah. great, get me home. I, I got food poisoning the night before the 2015 NFL draft in that, in the Westin down there in Fort Lauderdale, when we were doing a draft show. And I was like, I was like, so like, like, you know, you take some meds and you're just like whacked out of your mind because you've been getting sick over and over again. And I was like, so just like delirious. Like, and that's when I put Todd Gurley 10th overall to the Rams. And then like, I think it was the only thing I got right, but I somehow got like that right in my mock draft. But, but seafood, <laughs> like seafood food poisoning is yeah. a lot different than other. Cause I got, I got food poisoning. I'm going to shout out the Green Bay Packers here. I got food poisoning in Green Bay this year and the Packers. Uh, hooked me up, took care of me, a team doctor, everything. And I was able to move on the next stop of my training camp. But seafood food poisoning, which I think Danny's right. When you get that, that's really bad. So it's funny you mentioned Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, because I was thinking about this last night as they were very slowly unraveling. I think there's a very fine line because those two interceptions that Jalen hurt, that Jalen threw, one was probably a foot under thrown that bomb into the end zone that Quez Watkins going to come up with. And the other one was a, a great play, again, by Julian Love on the sidelines to end that game. If they go different directions, we're probably having a different conversation. And that's sort of the line that Josh Allen has been living on. And they're both <laughs> athletically do things that teams don't do. And the other thing that I was thinking about as I was looking at the current playoff seeding in the NFC, and this is a recurring theme, whether it's Debo, whether it's uh, other Eagles fans we know, they are not high on offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. And mm. I think that relationship is so incredibly important for young quarterbacks because let's, I'm going to go through the list real quick. Shanahan Purdy, McCarthy Dak, those two have found a, a happily medium uh, middle ground in terms of their, their play calling marriage. Ben Johnson, Goff, Dave Canales and Baker Mayfield, those yes, two are like the the, the face of, of how things can work out. And Steichen KLC, and Minshew. Well, I'm just looking at the NFC playoff picture right now. Oh, O'Connell right, right, right. and what he's done with all those guys. Even Kurt was playing better before he got hurt. And then finally, McVay and and um, Matthew Stafford yeah. are having career years, too. So yeah. I think that's a big point we're not on, talking on the, enough about. On the two um, interceptions you're talking about, I think you could make the case pretty easily, too, that like he just didn't need to throw. Like You don't he need to be throwing the ball. He need to go there. Yeah, what is like, he going there for? Well, like, like the one to Quez Watkins, it's like, you just need to pick up some yardage and like the last thing you need to do is throw an interception here, trying to hit Quez Watkins deep. Cause you've got one on one coverage. Like, if it's a one on one on a bomb, like no one's going to fault Josh Allen for making that throw. I get it. You just underthrow it by a little bit. I don't, that didn't bother me so much. The other one at the end, he was just pressing. The other one at the end, you got to take the 15 yard shot in the middle of the field and try and get a field goal. That's you fine. Can't That's well, I think, but I think he was, I think he was like weirdly pressing on sort of both of them. Whereas like you're trying to go for a kill shot. Cause and like you've been, I, I don't know. I just thought it was, I, I do think that, I do think that you can make the case that you look at what Indianapolis is doing offensively. And you know, it's, it's not, we saw this with Frank Wright too. And I don't, and I don't, when he left and he went to Indy, oddly enough, under Doug Peterson, and then Steichen leaves and goes to Indy under, under Nick Sirianni. I don't necessarily think that it's like the new coaching staff sucks. I think a lot of it too is getting on the same page with the quarterback and you've got a new 
signal caller who isn't as much of a veteran as the as the previous guy was. Or how about the quarterback has to play better? How about that? Yeah. Put that out yeah, there. Sure. I mean, Taylor, he's not by the way, by the way, I think he was really sick. He looked yeah. awful. He didn't even he his face didn't change the whole game. I get no, the same look. He looks sick. But it's and one thing to like for him to have accuracy issues and you pin that because if you are genuinely sick, you're going to be dog tired in the fourth quarter, mm. uh, no matter how don't, much you're... don't throw it down the field. If you're right, exactly. Like... So if you don't, have, if your legs are wobbly, cause that's not under you, there's no reason to be throwing down the field. And to Brinson's point, it, they needed 13 yards to get in field well, goal range, it. 13 yards. And that's, that's a brain fart by Jay Winters. You cannot throw a bomb there. You just dump it off or throw it out of bounds. I mean, that, I, that was one of the worst decisions I've seen by a, a good quarterback in a key situation over the past few weeks. I'm, I'm glad you said that because the Desmond no, no, Ritter no. interception was oh, way no, worse. There's, there's, there's a way worse. There's a way worse. Jake Browning. <laughs> no, no, even worse. Even Desmond worse. Ritter. No, even worse. There's nothing worse than that, Desmond. Who? What is it? Trevor Lawrence at the end of the half. Oh gosh. By oh, far and away the worst play of anybody. You, you know it's nothing. bad when you're calling it out. Oh, it was awful. It was a stupid decision by Doug Peterson, and it was a bad, th Wait, bad decision by the fumble. By, That's uh, not Doug Peterson's fault. No, he's talking about the clock management. Where oh, the, oh, the oh, yeah, Jags had a sure field goal. I thought you meant. Oh the yeah, that was real bad. Really, to, bad. To, and they 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 ran the ball right. They ran it no, out they ran oh, they yeah. ran mirrored routes on both sides. That's right. One that's was right, in right, right. right. the end, barely into the end zone. He should have thrown it into the pool. That's what he should yeah. have done. Yeah, yeah, you just cannot throw short of the end zone there if you're going to throw. If you're going to run a play, well, the there, coach, that's for sure. the coach screwed up, major mistake, and the quarterback screwed up, major mistake. That's a, that's a double. That's difference. worse than the fumble when no one. Yeah, but with the those. Eagles, it was at the end of the game, and only the quarterback screwed up because it. Yeah, I'm sure. The play don't was, throw hey, deep to Quez Watkins and win, go win the game. By the way, uh, when, that was embarrassing. Speaking of coaches in that game, <laughs> man, Nick Sirianni looked <laughs> across the field and said, "What are you stupid? What are you doing?" Looking at Pete Carroll, who Wilson got the last laugh to me. Yeah, what was he complaining about? Because he he wanted his timeout. He was, he was calling Pete Carroll stupid because Pete Carroll called the timeout and gave him the time to challenge the the whether it was well, a sack or not. We don't we don't know that. I mean, we don't know if he was calling Pete Carroll stupid. Do we? I thought he was just saying, "What the? What the? Are you doing?" He said, "No, you can see it." He goes, "What are you stupid? What are you doing?" And he's like looking at Pete Carroll and laughing at him because he knows that Pete Carroll just gave him a free challenge. Uh, as for the the Seahawks, Pete, I, I want to start here, not with Eugene Still Smith the third, but with Andrew Stephen Locke the first, and the way that guy played down the stretch. And Pete, let's go back to old Mobile, Alabama, back in 2020 when you got uh, wise with Drew Locke, and he had a few choice words for you when you made fun of his little tiny hands. What did he say to you? I didn't make fun of his tiny hands. I said, <laughs> I, said I said, there's a there are a lot of people out there concerned about your small hands, and he said, said and he, he answered the question and he was nice about it, and then he walked away and he and what did he say? Dan Marino had small hands. Yeah. <laughs> I thinking about you looking at Drew Locke and saying. There's a lot of people worried about your small hands. Right it's hard to imagine. As he holds a mic with his small hands. I actually thought he was going to be good. So I, I I did. And I think what we saw the last two weeks is he made some really good throws against the Niners yep. too. Yeah. Um, I, I think he can rip it. And he plays with a little bit of confidence too. It's not like he's scared to throw the football. Now he had to in the last drive. By the way, they had two 10-play drives in the fourth quarter to go win that game against the Eagles with Matt Patricia. Two 10-plus yeah. two drives. I, I Bad defensive play calls, too. 
I'm not crushing Matt Patricia for that. I thought the defense actually played better with guys, a lot of rookies out there. They weren't great, obviously. But I think another thing to, that's worth noting, and Drew Locke got emotional talking about this, was how much Gino was in his corner and was supporting him and how much that meant to him. And I think that talks about the cohesion on that team. And we heard Brady yep. talk about it. he was with Seattle for, for a little bit in training camp and how Pete Carroll got those guys pumped up to go to training camp practice. So I think that team – has a legit chance to win out. Their record isn't that well, tough. But their schedule's a joke, right? Yeah. The rest of the yeah. The Titans, Steelers, and Cardinals. Yeah, yeah they're definitely in week 17. Wait, Titans at home? Titans in Nashville, Steelers in Nashville. Seattle, Cardinals in Arizona. Yep. Yeah. That's, if they win out, they're, they're in. They're, they're going to win out. And they get Geno back, and then you get Devin Witherspoon back. Jamal Adams didn't play yesterday. so And, and the thing is – But Jamal Adams isn't very good, by the way. But they, so, he's so. still a body. He can <laughs> tackle people. You put them in, and they're the sixth or seventh seed, and guess who they're playing? Uh, maybe the Eagles, who they just beat, or maybe the Lions, who they already beat. So you could be staring at a Seahawks team playing uh, two teams they've already beaten this year in the and then playing them in the playoffs. Now, would it shock you to see them go to Tennessee and lose? Uh, no. Tannehill might no. play on Sunday, and I, I would actually be a little worried about that if I'm the Seahawks. I wouldn't. The Seahawks are now up to a forty-five percent chance to make the playoffs. Massive uptick as a result of that. If they win. win if they went out, they're in too. It's so well, I think they can always count on uh, going to Nashville and watching them hand off to the guard. The Titans are the most unpredictable team in football. Did you just call they Derrick really Henry are. a guard? Even if the Seahawks lose to the Titans and win the next two, they're still at seventy-five percent chance to make the playoffs. If they went out, yes, they will be in the playoffs. Um, they should win out. Steelers might snake him though. Please stop with the silly. <laughs> That's the dumbest too. thing you've said today, and I've heard some. You, I've know, made what, some you know what's wrong with the Steelers? It's uh, yeah, the I offense. do. Everybody wants to point to the offense. The defense stinks. Well, they're hurt on defense. They I know steal. they are, but they stink. As you know what's funny about right that? Now, People are so angry at George Pickens for not trying. I get it. Like I, I say, I understand why you're not trying. I would be fed up if Mitch Trubisky was throwing the ball at no, my ankles. Come on, I don't, don't defend a guy who doesn't try. He tries when he wants to. That's ridiculous. It's not great, if he was on my I, team, he'd sit down for he'd sit down for a quarter. You're not let me put it to you this way. Do you understand the frustration? I, I'd want the ball and I'd get angry, but when you're on the field, you have to try, you have to play. I, know. If I did, get it. If I saw that, I'd put it on on the on the big projector in front of the whole team and say, This is what you don't want to do. And just because he did this like this, he's not going to play the first quarter. If he complains about it, he's not going to play in the second quarter. And if he complains about that, he didn't play in the whole game. And if he complains about that even more, we're going to get rid of his ass. That's what I would do. All right. Effort, effort is one thing you have to give. Pete should be a coach. That was inspiring. I should be a coach. That'd be great. You know who you remind me of? Pete? My press conferences, though, wouldn't you? Oh, God. I would be, it'd be like, it'd be like Rex Ryan on roids. Be the little Tom like, Coughlin. I'm come down there and punch you in the face, Brinson. No, I, I would not. I would be, I'd be uh, very. Uh, fair to the writers and, and the reporters if they were fair to me. That's all. Yeah, you would definitely wouldn't be have fair. A list. No, they wouldn't. Well, uh, you get, when you go, would you? Would you? And, would you? Would you write every stories? year? They're going to be fair to you. <laughs> There's your segue breach for Sean McDermott and being fair to the the coach at the right. Everyone's favorite coach. You know what, Pete? Let's talk about the Bills. You move them up three spots. They absolutely destroyed the Cowboys one week after beating the Chiefs. What does this team have to do to crack your top five? And do you think they're going to make the playoffs? There are some people that would say they should, they're too high at number seven. Mm. And I disagree with it, but I, I love that team. The way they're constructed right now, they're playing. I watched the tape this morning. My gosh, they did. Joe Brady, hey, kudos to him. He's done really yeah. good things with this offense. 
they're going to heavy personnel. They're pound. They're pulling their tackles. They're pounding the football. They're it, there's. You, you used to be able to take screenshots of the Buffalo Bills offense the last couple of years, and there'd be the offensive lineman and Josh Allen in the picture from behind. Now you got <laughs> nine guys there, and they're making you defend the run, and they pull the tackle, and they have an extra offensive lineman, and they make it easier on the quarterback when they do that. They're getting cooked matched up in one-on-one -on -one situations with the linebacks two weeks in a row, by the way, they had a bust in Kansas city when they got them out of the backfield. Then the other day they got a matched up on, on Clark, the linebacker, and he just whipped them for a touchdown. Uh, I think Joe Brady's done a great job with that offense and, and defensively they're getting better. Yep. A lot of guys are, you know, Benford's back. That's big for them. They're getting better. Uh, but I mean, Stephon Diggs, just five targets in this game against the Cowboys, 48 yards. He led the team in targets. Gabe Davis, one target. I don't think he was on the – I mean, you know, you basically you're seeing it there with the personnel. They're pulling Gabe. It's like, look, this ain't working. You know, let, letting Josh run around and then try to throw a bomb to Gabe Davis and Khalil Shakur well, out of there bring, as well. The, by the way, they, a couple – a lot of the plays, they had the extra running back in as a wing man, as a wing, and he would block too. And he did a good job. It was Ty Johnson. I'm, came not, in and did a good I'm not sure if you saw uh, the breakdown he did, but Dan Orlovsky, who was featured in GQ magazine actually today as Ooh. the – uh, the the weird king of ESPN and the uh, the face of football media. Not sure if you saw that or not, Pete. But uh, Orlovsky did a breakdown on what the what the Bills did with their running backs. Friend of the pod, Dan Orlovsky, and how they basically just it was actually pretty cool schematically to watch how they just and you probably saw this rewatching it, but like got left Michael Parsons unblocked, but just moved the moved the running back away, like, like basically running away from Michael Parsons and not bothering to block him. And Parsons was completely perplexed by it. Well, and and they did move. Uh, I mean, they brought the extra lineman in. The, the Bills brought the, in the first down. They don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and and finally they they let James Cook be James Cook. That's the most important thing. That guy should have been doing this all along. I don't know why they kept bringing in all these backs. And, and then they hand off to uh, Murray, which is like, come on, give me a break with that. That's like handing off to an offensive lineman. Um, compared to compared to Cook, yeah, well, yeah, but he he did some good things early on when he was in when Cook was in Sean's doghouse. And they Murray had to run the ball. Yeah. Do you I, think? I, I asked you this last week, but do you think that Sean sort of learned a lesson from all that stuff that came out because he seems a little. No. No. He seems a little more open to give people credit during the press conferences, which was one of the knocks against him in, in Ty Dunn's story. I, I feel like maybe he's taking a moment to look at himself. You don't think so? I, I think winning cures a lot of crap. And it if does he's still losing, they'd be killing him. And he'd That's be killing true. everybody else. All right, fair enough. They, by the way, they're scheduled for them at the Chargers and Easton Stick and yeah. a new coach. Win, they'll win that. Then they have New England at home. They'll win that. On New, new Year's Eve. Eve. Yep. If Miami, and they lost New England earlier. They will blow out New England. And Miami, Miami as we know, and one of the next, three next two games, Buffalo and Miami for the division title. Yeah. Yep. Who's winning the division title? Is it going to be the Buffalo Bills or the Miami Dolphins? It's going to be the Buffalo Bills. Yes! Uh, it, might, it might matter, too, because the Sorry. Uh, Buffalo Bills, of course, just beat the Cowboys. Now the Dolphins, Dolphins have to play the Cowboys. What do you make of this home road split for the Cowboys, Pete? Undefeated at home. Plus 171, I think, point differential. And then on the road, they've got, I think, uh, two at the Panthers and at the Giants, good wins. And other than that, just a totally different team. And, like, which which Miami can't be the winning team and Dallas can't win on the road. Something's got to give here. Yeah. It, look, Dallas is 
after what they did last week, that was awful. And I look, I think Dan Quinn's a wonderful defensive coordinator. I really do. And I think he's going to be a head coach again whenever he decides he wants the, the right job. But his his plan last week was terrible. Those little linebackers, and they're little, they got bodies on them and just just blew them off the ball. It was amazing. And he never adjusted, never. And so I think that's the biggest concern for me. But Dak didn't play well either. I mean, you know, that's, again, you go over, that's not a great defense in Buffalo. It's gotten better. And they did a nice job on Mahomes and Dak the last two weeks. But if I'm I'm the Cowboys, I'm a little concerned. They if Miami's smart, but Miami has issues on their offensive line now. So I, yeah. I say just go in there and, and pound them with all those running backs and see what you can do early on and kind of set the tone. And I think that's what they will do. All right. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Even though it's Absolutely not directly Cowboys related, uh, I want to swing back to the Dolphins real, real fast. Pete, do you no, think no, 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 actually, Breach, this is perfect because let's push this break a little bit further down the road and have Pete drag the Dolphins. Harry will love that. Oh, Harry will love it. Uh, <laughs> Pete, do you think there is any chance that the Dolphins miss the playoffs? They are 10 no. and 4, and they close the season with the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. <laughs> Very well could go 0 3. What do you think? No, they're going to win one of those games. Which one? <laughs> they're, they're they're probably, I right think now. they win. I think they win this week. The Cowboys are on back-to-back road games, which is always tough to do. Um, I think they win this week, and and so if they win this week, then they can lose to the Ravens and still make the play. I mean, still make the playoffs. So no, they're going to they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win the division. Do you know what you know what this is, by the way, Pete? So producer Harry is a huge Dolphins fan. This is passive aggressive right. breach coming out. It really is. Unloading both barrels. I, I get this all the time when the Steelers were relevant, Harry. So just understand that when you're at the top, little man's coming for you. Yeah, but uh, Wilson, uh, Wilson, Wilson also, it's, not, it's not a it's a relevant question because it's possible. Yeah. It is I possible. I don't think also, it's going to happen, but you guys you could you could see the Cowboys beating them. Yeah, you yeah. could see you could see the Ravens beating them at Baltimore, yes. and you could see Josh Allen, who has owned them, beating them as well. If the Dolphins are playing for the playoffs in Week 18, and if the, it, it, the I think the Bills will the Bills will stomp them. And by the way, worth noting too, producer Harry, that and Wilson will attest to this. When Breach asked this question, he is thinking very specifically about what team might replace the Dolphins in the playoffs, and oh, they're yeah. no, an no. orange orange helmet with black stripes all over it. All right, this is actually intriguing because. Like the Dolphins could be the one seed. They could miss the playoffs. The Browns could be the one seed. The Bengals could make the playoffs. Still lots of teams in it to win it. And better late than ever, we're going to hold our signature Super Bowl team draft here after week 16. We'll do it coming up. We don't have a listener to be our fourth, but we, well, maybe we do. We actually have a special listener, a diehard podcast listener who we're going to use as our fourth person to draft these Super Bowl teams. And we'll tell you who it is after the break next. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step. The reason building a business is tough. Taylor brands is simplifying the business journey from launching and managing to growing your business. Taylor brands. Isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success with Taylor brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. 
and our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Long-time podcast, devotees have probably been wondering why we forgot to do our annual Super Bowl draft this year. Don't have a great answer. Just sort of forgot, but better late than never. As usual, we'll do a snake draft with all four, with all three of us, and we'll be joined this year by a longtime loyal podcast listener and huge devoted podcast fan. That's right, Pete Prisco. What am I on? Well, Pete, for the last few years, if, since you listen to this podcast every year, I know that uh, we have done a Super Bowl draft where four of us pick four teams. We usually do it the first weekend in November. We push it off till right now, but I think it's still pretty wide open, so this doesn't matter. We all get four picks in a snake draft, and if your team wins the Super Bowl, you win $100, except you lose money if your team doesn't make it. I'm being sarcastic because Pete does not listen to this podcast. I won last year, Pete. And I think yeah. Brinson won it the first year. Oh, I had yeah, the I Eagles. Think, yep. That's right. Yeah, I won it the first year. Uh, you got to, are we doing, what we do? $10 each? We did $33 each, because we had 25 so it's $25 each, Pete. Do you have $25 you're willing to devote uh, to this? I don't group? know. One time, Brinson owed me some money, and uh, oh, <laughs> cheapskate. I had to send Rocco and Guido looking for him. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so, look, 16 teams in total, half the league, a lot of teams. You know, It'd be better to do it earlier in the year. You'd get some value. Um, but this is still interesting with all the teams that we think could make the playoffs or could miss them. Like, so what we're going to do is snake draft. I don't know the order. Nobody knows the order. Producer Harry has randomized the order. He's got proof. Harry, tell us. Oh, it's Ryan Wilson at number one, followed by me, Pete Prisco, and then John Breach. So it'll, so it'll go Wilson, Brinson, Prisco, Breach, Breach, Prisco, Brinson, Wilson, and then yep. back and forth. By the way, um, uh, I would suggest that we rename this podcast random.org because I think that's more fitting than Pick 6 Podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Breach, I would, I'm going to make you the uh, secretary of minutes. You keep up with the, the picks? I got it. I guess I'm, I'm on the clock here. But... There's okay, one here, here's me. It all, and the rest of it is crap. I don't want to be yeah. part of this. Here's me sprinting <laughs> to the podium, Pete. Who am I taking? Yeah, I don't want to be part of this. This is not. That's right. Not... What's that? Wilson is taking the Steelers. Congratulations, what Ryan Wilson. You don't want to be part of this. Prisco, this is the most exciting draft that anyone does in any sport no, all year. Not. And you don't want to be part of this? There's, there's one. Okay. I'll have the we'll $6 a piece. How about that? That way it's nothing crazy. Yeah. I mean, all right, Pete. Jeez. All right. We'll, we'll make it a dollar each. A four sport on his own. Power pick, the guy the first pick's going to win it. I'm yeah. taking no, the Actually, the guy who has the first pick has never won it. Never won. So give me the 49ers. Fun fact. It was a shock. Um, yeah, I was kind of hoping. I was. I don't know. Hope is not a plan, I guess, but I was sort of hoping that Wilson would like screw up and. And and maybe like, uh, just pick the pick the wrong team. That's a pipe I don't dream. really. Your pick? I I know I know. I'm sort. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think 
that this is really tough because you don't love anybody in the NFC to go through the Niners. The AFC is wide freaking open. I think I have to take the team with the best chance to get the number one overall seed, a team that could actually upset the 49ers this week. And if they did that, they would be the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I have to take Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Who's next? I'll take Mahomes. Oh, that's a, that's a layup. He might end up with the number one seed, by the way. Yeah, real sure. end up with the number one seed. Uh, you take the Bengals now, or are you going to hope they're there at eight? Well, the, the Chiefs, be there at four, the Chiefs were my secret weapon. I thought they would last till four. Prisco's outsmarted. See, why did we invite Prisco? Now he's stealing my teams. You know what? Nothing. Nothing's getting a little hairy. You know, for fifty bucks, I'll give you them. <laughs> <laughs> Wheeler dealer, Pete. Pete's a great. All right, so I have I have the next two picks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get a little crazy, and yeah, boy. if I w- if I was going by the standings in the NFL, um, you'd have you have the Dolphins at ten and four, the Cowboys, Lions at ten and four, Make Eagles the- at ten and four. Too much evaluation. Make the pick. I'm going with the Cowboys. All right, you have two what picks. If- What's next? And then my next pick is the Buffalo Bills. Wow. I don't hate that. That's I don't hate that one. at all. All right, Petey. All the, I, I, being second overall was like the worst spot. I'd rather be four, third or fourth. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have been, been third first. or fourth myself. Uh, I'll take uh, – I guess I got to take the Eagles. You don't have to. With enthusiasm. Well, they're going to have um, – they're going to have – probably win the division. They're going to have a home field anyways. All right. Yeah, for sure. Uh oh, <sighs> where are you going? I'm deciding between the two teams with well, there's just two teams with like upside right there. Um, I think that the path is a little bit easier. I don't trust the Dolphins. Okay. I'm gonna get I'm gonna hand it to Wilson. I'm gonna take the Detroit Lions. Yeah, there's one of those two. Yep. All right, so I'll take Miami, and then I got another pick coming here. So let's see what we got going here. I got to do some math. Wins over Wilson. Beep, pop, boop, boop, beep, beep, beep. Uh, geez, oh, pizza boy. It's, it's tough sledding. <laughs> tough sledding out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually, I think I trust the Browns more than the Jaguars at this point. <laughs> the Browns are a good pick. Well, they'd be on the road at Jacksonville, by the way. That's a, that's the Browns are just winning that game. Yeah, Pete will snatch those Jags right up if you leave them. I'm fine leaving them. I, I want to let me double back because the NFC is a hot mess too. Yeah, boy. All right, I'm going to go with uh, my Joe Flacco's the Cleveland Browns breach. Wow, wow. All right, I'm going to go. I gotta go. I gotta stay on brand, Pete. I'm going to gift wrap your Jacksonville Jaguars to you. Because I'm going to take the Rams, are you? I, I'm going to take the guy, and I think this is a good 90 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl two years ago, and people yeah. are forgetting about them. Well, they had they, one they have one player left from that team. Yeah, they got more than that. They're playing great football right now. Matthew Stafford. Playing. Matthew Stafford's getting creeping up on that MVP ballot, Pete. Just need he's one. creeping. He could be number five. He could be your fifth. He could be your fifth MVP vote the way he's playing. Give me That's the Rams. Cool. He's playing awesome. Five, Purdy, Prescott, Allen, McCaffrey, and Tyreek Hill all ahead. Dude, Tyreek's out the window with the way yeah, blew, they blew out the Jets with Waddle. They don't need Tyreek. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's that's a good argument. pick. I was going to take <laughs> uh, the Rams. Take gonna, there the it is. Well, you know why? 
I think this is the weirdest year where we're all sitting here saying, oh, 49ers and Ravens or 49ers and Chiefs, get over it. We've been around this league too long where the weird teams come out of yeah. nowhere and start winning. And, and I, I think you know, Jacksonville's not playing very well. But if you get a home playoff game, you get one. Then you get one. Maybe you win on the road. You're in the championship game. So uh, it's not impossible. I, I think that this is – and I've been saying this for the last couple of days. And sort of – I mean, the, the Bills are sort of the impetus for, for the idea. I think the Rams would qualify too. But, like, for years we saw it was – I mean – Early part of two thousands, like the late the late two thousands, early two thousand tens, it was whatever quarterback got hot at the right time and ripped through the playoffs. Now it's different when you have a one seed versus a one and a two seed, but you, I mean the Bills and the Rams are two potential wild card teams. Or yeah, I mean the Rams can win the division, Bills could, but like just you don't want to say like you know the quarter and the Browns I think qualify too. Flacco's done it. So breach, are you taking the Bengals now or in two picks from now? Oh man, you guys have left me an impossible spot. No, we haven't. I made a personal, I made a personal sixteen team rankings before this draft started. I I have the Bengals aren't in my top two teams left. Stick to your draft board. That's what Spielman always says. I don't know if I can stick to my draft board. Uh, All right, the final pick of the third round. I would have made this pick twenty four hours ago, but I'm going to do it now. It is the Seattle. Seahawks. Oh, that's a great pick, you jerk. Oh, I love it. And I was hoping they'd come back. That's but you were going to take the Rams if they were there, right, Breach? I was going to take the Rams if they were there. Yeah. Well, does he have All another right. pick, too? Yeah, I have the next pick. And my final pick you know who of is. the 2023 Super Bowl draft is, of course, who they think going to beat them Bengals. I am taking Jake Browning and hoping for a miracle. I do not feel good about it. I do not. With their conference record, their division record, they have zero tiebreakers. They really need to win out. I don't know if they can beat the Chiefs on New Year's <laughs> Eve, so I do not feel comfortable about them getting in. But other than that, but, how do you feel? But the, I feel like the AFC is wide open. If they get in, they can do damage. Right. All right, Pete. Last pick. Read me Tampa Bay schedule the rest of the way right here. Tampa Bay. It's Jacksonville this week. Might be without Trevor Lawrence. Then the uh, Saints at home and then at the Bryce Youngs. I'll take Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's a good call, man. I, that team's playing. That's well. what I wanted to. All right, Brinson, you got the uh, the scraps. Which scrap are you taking? Yeah. Um, By the way, your bold prediction at the beginning of the year was that the Falcons have more wins than any team. They are still available. <laughs> I said I, it was a fifty to one bold prediction. I also said Matthew Stafford would get an MVP vote. That's Never better. too late, Pete. Never too late. Oh, I mean, I'm I think I, I'm sorry. But let me say quickly, Brinson. The reason that this B-Hole is pushing, in addition to the passive-aggressive stuff with the Dolphins, he had the Dolphins finishing last in the division as well. Oh, as well that's yeah. right. Uh, I had them going I had them going 9-8, and eight, and there's a chance they might go 10-7, hey, and seven, so that's, that's not too Wait, far so That means you had the Patriots winning 10 games or 9 games? 9. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, in other words, in other words, you're right. You're right, Wilson. Good call. That way he can say, well, I wasn't right about them being last, but they did miss the playoffs. Right. That's what yeah, he's saying. That, I, think I, have <laughs> the I might have had them missing the playoffs, too. Oh, yeah, thanks, Pete. See, Pete's on the same um, page as me. I'm on the same. I think page I, mean, I just got to go. I think the the only obvious choice left is uh, the fighting CJ Strouds and the Houston Texans. They're gone. Oh, the Texans. Sorry, I thought you said yeah, yeah. Gino. God, that's a good. I was going to take them. Dang it to and heck, Wilson. You have the final pick. There's no the way on earth, earth I'm taking the Gardner Minshews. Am I? I need to get an NFC team in here. Get that I mean, I think you have the Colts and the Vikings. 
Yeah, I'm not. Good. Nick Mullins is unless you Derek Carr. You won't go Derek Carr on the Saints. No, I I would rather take Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins tried to throw 14 interceptions in that or game. Or Jordan Love and the Packers. Maybe they went out. They're too far behind. Fudge, fudge, sickle on a stick. All right, give me a. I got to take Gardner Minshew. All right, I'm taking Gardner Minshew. That's I don't like the balance in terms of AFC. If the Packers went out, do they get in? Yes, we talked about that. Yeah, I think so. I think they get in too. I don't trust. So who's so the big so the last team the last the teams in the last round were Bengals. Who did you get? You got the Cincy, Tampa, Houston. Easily has the best. The easily has the best fourth round pick there. Let me let me go through this quickly here because um, I only have one NFC team and three AFC teams. Brinson, you have two and two. two. Pete has two and two, and Breach, you have. Two and two. So I'm. Well, how many division winners do we have each have? That's I think. So let's so let's let's read read through them. Start with uh, do yours first. Wilson has the Niners. But see, that's good. You want to have three AFC and one NFC if you got the Niners. Yeah, you got the Niners as a division winner. Dolphins Dolphins are second. Maybe. Yeah. Right now they're second. Cleveland's five right now, and Indy's seven. Yeah, you have one. You got, but you you have have three teams. One division winner. But you've got three teams that you feel like are in the playoffs. Like you feel yeah. very good that they're in the yeah, playoffs. You could have two division winners at most. Colts are lower than that. But yes, yeah. two division winners at most. Brenton uh, has the Ravens, who are number one in the whole division conference. winner. Yep. Detroit is going to win. Division winner. winner. The Rams are second or third nah. order they're in. Yeah. And then Houston is, they can win it. Potential division winner. Yeah. They can win it. Yeah. Pete, you got the Chiefs, division winner. Division winner. Are the Eagles winning the division? Probably. Yes. Probably. Well, I got. I think I have four division winners. Well, he might have four division winners. Jacksonville, why are you guys acting like Jacksonville's a, a layup? Right, man, because they have all the time. All they have to do is win one game and win and beat the Titans the last week of the season. They okay. win the division. Pete's, Pete's the only Pete's the only person with four teams who are f- currently Tampa. favored to win the division. Well, the, yep. The Colts, the Colts play the Colts play the the um, Texans last Texans. week of the season, so one of them goes. Okay. And, and the Jaguars it, get the Panthers. Don't they have the Panthers left? They have tiebreakers over both of them. And yeah. Breach, you have Dallas. Who I might only have one team in the playoffs. No, the Bills. <laughs> Bills, are, yeah, you could possibly only have one team. Bills are not a lock. Seahawks are not a lock. Bengals are not a lock. And Cincinnati. Yeah, your your right. your draft isn't so good. If well, Breach, you know, draft, how do we say this half worth a thousand a man? <laughs> you know what? That's what happens when you draft last. The snake draft. This is Harry screwing me over because I was ripping his dolphins yeah, earlier. That's an explanation. It was random. Random.org. Pay attention. Random. And by the way, dolphins.org. Uh, wait, 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 wait. It's, 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 it's random, but it's like Breach is complaining, but Pete literally drafts after him and got two division winners after Breach drafted. Breach didn't stick to his draft board, was a problem number one. Sorry, two, years ago, two years ago, Pete. Um, when we did this thing in a quarter of the way through the season or a third of the way through the season, Breach got the Bengals when no one thought they were anything. They went to the Super Bowl, if I recall. I got, I got the Rams. I mean, you guys were like, I think, making fun of me for the Rams, probably. If you really look at it, if you get division winners, you got a chance to play a home game. You're going to get that gives you a leg up on everybody else. We yeah. don't. You just don't know that. A lot could change in three weeks. That's the. That's why we do this earlier, typically. But yeah, I get it. I yeah, get it. yeah. If we did, like, if you done, if we done it like week five, the Bills would have been the second pick. You're panicking, and all of a sudden, you're right back in it. Um, the Rams were seven and one when we did our draft in 2021. <laughs> no one was making fun of you. <laughs> I was waiting for that fun fact. Uh, I knew I was. <laughs> I was like, maybe no one will catch. But that. jokes on us because you won, so we. That's can't right, I did win. Okay, um, Pete, do you need to go to HQ or do you have time yes, for a blind ranking? No, okay, I'm going. Okay, we're gonna I take a break. One three, right three. All right, we're gonna take a Bye, break. Pete. Pete's gonna leave, and when we come back, we'll do blind. We will blindly rank 
Prisco household cats. Next. Love all no, you're not. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Us oh, kidding. We're not going to blindly rank Pete Katz. The Pete was like, what? Pete Katz. <laughs> um, we are instead. Going to do an on-the-spot blind power rank. Has either of you looked at him? I don't even know what it is. I have no okay. idea. Uh, Breach is lying, clearly. Breach always looks. No, they were they were blacked out the only time I looked at the script earlier. That's, that's how I feel about you at the Super Bowl. Hello! Um, Just the, the projecting is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Wilson, you want to do it or Breach, you want to do it? Breach is, already, Breach is looking right now. Are you looking? No, at no. Me? I'm actually. I was looking at the the Dolphins playoff clinching scenarios because those just came out. I think it's Breach's turn to do it. So let's let and Breach the Dolphins. Play. If the Dolphins win on Sunday, they are in. So literally, they just need to win one more game and they clinch you at are, least a playoff berth. You are screwed, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, but they get the. I don't the, know. They're going to win one more game. I know they will stop. Why do you do that to producer Harry? He need he, the guy needs some good news. I want the Dolphins to win and go far and be awesome. All yeah, right, so holiday nice. season. So Wilson is gifting Breach, yeah, the opportunity to rank blindly. Now Breach, as oh my God. usually, these are great. These are all time NFL plays. We can actually recycle this repeat in, let, in a couple me, of weeks. I was confused at first because I thought it was like uh, Broadway plays. I was like, "There's no way Pete would know Broadway plays." <laughs> I was like, "The no, all time all time oh, NFL plays." That's right. We'll start with. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I got ahead of myself. That's fine. That'd be, yeah, this Go is ahead. a good one. This is a Harry's Harry's fine tuning this. You can tell because he he didn't even know Breach was going to be doing this. But you come out of the gates with one of the all time great plays, and ironic in an ironic twist, Harry also didn't know that Breach would be doing this. And yet, I don't know sure Harry knows that Breach is a small baby was present for this one, and it's an actual shiv in his side because it cost his father a super. No, we know this is got to be the game. This is the championship game. This is San Fran. Uh, yeah, but if Dwight Clark right. doesn't make the catch, which I'm assuming hey, that's yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah, about, right. then you don't have to the Bengals play the Cowboys yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Super Bowl, yeah. and they beat them, and then yeah. all history has changed. Oh, yeah, sorry. NFC Championship game, the catch. Yeah. Breach. I get so uh, worked up about the idea of, like, Breach being a I small know, baby wanna... in the Super Bowl. It's like having to win. I think Tom Brady was actually at this game, though. Tom Brady was right, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stick with my age-old strategy of putting the first one at three. So this is putting such a great catch, play, though. This at, is a it is a great play, play iconic play, but I feel like there are more iconic plays out there. But Joe Montana, Dwight Clark, you got to love it to beat the Cowboys. I actually That's watched great. this game live as a 
gosh, that was like nine or something. Everson Wallace with the defensive back who couldn't, who was posterized literally on the cover of SI. All right, next up, Breach. This one's near and dear to your heart geographically. Music hmm. City Miracle. Uh, man, this one, God, the catch put him in the Super Bowl. The Music City Miracle. You know what? Frank Wycheck just passed away. I am here in Nashville. I'm putting the Music City Miracle at number two. Oh, I thought you were going to give Frank a, a number one honor. <laughs> He's like, this R. guy people. died. I live here. I'll say it's number two. Well, um, I was, was going to put it at four or five, but I'm going to play the uh, okay. favorite. You got to leave with that part. I'm moving it up. All right. I, I want to say, I think I was... Oh, man. I remember I watching that with my um in my grand in my in my in my grand I just remember being at my grandfather's house and watching the the Music City Miracle in like in his office back in the back of there of his, in my grandparents' house down in Jacksonville, Florida, and, and, and like, just, being like, yeah, keep going. No, I was just saying, that was I just 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 one of those things where you just remember where you were, and I, and that to the point like. I, I feel like if it is a play where you remember where you were when you watched it, like that plays into it because there aren't a lot of plays in NFL history. I think people can say that. Right. Would you say that you remember where you were for the miracle in Miami? I love that play. I, I was watching it at home because we were covering uh, it was normal NFL Sunday. It was that 20, 2018. 2018. And that play was absolutely bonkers. What was that? Ryan Tannehill and then Kenyon Drake scored the touchdown by outrunning Gronk in the end zone. I love that play, but just because it's regular season, yeah, I am going to put it at five. Even though, I mean, my gosh, like one of the most spectacular game-ending plays that you will ever see. But because of the stakes, I'm putting it at five. The so, first walk-off game-winning touchdown in NFL history to involve multiple lateral passes. Kenny Stills to Devontae Parker to Kenyon Drake, as you mentioned there, Breach. The this is interesting here. The Dolphins declined to kick that extra point per the rule change for 2018 season following the Minnesota Miracle. I don't know what that means exactly. Did, what, what's the thinking well, remember, So remember in the, in the Minneapolis Miracle, was it the Minneapolis Miracle, with um, the pass to Stephon Diggs, yeah. and they, they win – but then they like everyone's going bananas and they had to like clear the field to kick the extra point, even though there was zero time on the clock and the team was leading. No reason to do that. That's why the rule changed. They basically were like, if you win, you can, you get like, if, if there's no time remaining on the clock and you score a walk off, you can decline to kick the extra point because pe there's total pandemonium. Yeah. People could get okay. hurt. It could be. And, and also if you go up one amid all this pandemonium, and you run your 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 kicking team out there, and you get it blocked the other way, you lose. <laughs> so you should definitely decline to do it. It, it made total sense. Um, and I, yeah. I, if I recall correctly, there was a gambling angle with the Minneapolis Miracle where it was like they're like, all right, there's no. Uh, it's like you have to get out there and kick the extra point. They made him go back out there and kick it. I think. Yeah, I guess you could take a knee, but this just absolves you of having to do anything. Love exactly. it. All right, yeah. where did you put where did you put the ranking breach? I was trying to figure out the the PAT rule five. Okay. All right, this one. Oh boy, you got a lot to sort through on this one, buddy. Oh boy, David Tyree, hero till the end of time for the Giants because of the helmet catch over Rodney Harrison in the Super Bowl that propelled the Giants to that Super Bowl win. The that Patriots is all the Patriots team, and you have one play open. That play is just nuts because Eli Manning should have been sacked 
three different times, somehow escapes, throws the ball up in the air. Tyree comes down with it. Uh, but it set up the win. It, it, like, if that's a touchdown, then it's easily number one. But because it only helps set up the win, I'm going to put You're it. A hard grader. I'm going to put it at number four. I'm going to put the helmet catch oh at gosh. number four. I hope number one is spectacular because I only have that left. It, well, the joke's on you, numb nuts. Go ahead. It's, uh, this is uh, finally Kenny Pickett's pass to George Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> to beat the Browns. <laughs> to beat the Browns. Stanford Jennings touchdown kickoff return in Super Bowl 23. It's uh, Toby Gerhardt, a rushing touchdown in week three of the 2014 regulars or 2004 regular season. Easily probably. the greatest play of all time. It's any tush push, third down or touchdown score, your choice. Hey, Harry, if we need to roll this back for Pete too. Because, like, well, actually, he would probably throw Tyree at one, unlike Breach putting it at four. Because, like, well, you I, could, that, you, he would have had to rank it the same way, though. Maybe one's not available by although the time. Although, this, tell him what it is, because this one actually legit has, this is not. The, the final one is the Immaculate Reception. Yeah, I'm fine putting that at one. Yeah, that's fine at one. I'm saying, like, what if it were, like, some just absolute loser play (laughs) that you could force Pete to be one? like, that's, this game is stupid. (laughs) So is there, would you, knowing what you know now, would you rank them similarly or would you change the rankings? Uh, I am fine with this ranking. Yeah, I feel like the Immaculate Reception is probably number one. I mean, that's arguably, what, top three most iconic play in NFL history. I feel like most people know what the Immaculate Reception is. Uh, and the one thing about the Music City Miracle, whereas like with the catch with Dwight Clark, you see crazy catches in the NFL all the time now. Obviously not in that situation, but what you don't see is a crazy kickoff return for a touchdown in the playoffs on the final play. Like That sets it apart to me from most of these other plays that are crazy that have happened. So I'm fine with that at two. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the rankings. I don't hate it. Yeah, they're not bad. Your strategy worked again this time. I I really do think it's like you take the first. I think, and Harry didn't know that you'd be going here, but it's like when you're if you're doing this and you know you're going to be doing it with Breach, you got to come out of the gates with something awesome and force Breach to play his hand. Even the case <laughs> like the catch, which Harry did kind of. It's like it's like it's like the I'm catch, and Breach is like, love it. yeah, it's like it's like what is the greatest. Like, I don't know what it would be like, like, uh, who greatest quarterbacks of all time. All right, Breach, your first option is Tom Brady. Breach is like three. <laughs> like, like, just gonna keep, stick to the, I mean, the strategy just works though. Unless, or unless you, you say, you say Peyton Manning to one and you leave Tom Brady off the list. You read Peyton Manning first. And then you yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, the right, right. Exactly. Where it's like, and Breach has to go Peyton Manning three thinking he, and then, then it's like Jake Plummer. <laughs> Nick Foles, Chad Pennington, and Vinny no, no, Tessenberg. No. The rest, the rest of the list is John Kitna, Jake Browning, <laughs> right. all, all the former Bengals quarterbacks. Yeah. David Ken Anderson. And Breach Klingler. is like, well, oh and then, so then Breach goes, then you go, he goes four and because then if you give him crap names, he's going to go four and five. Then you get worse names on top. Just kicker. Oh, that's a great call here. <laughs> Just kickers, Breach. How about that? <laughs> but no, but no, Jim Breach. Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. I forgot Andy Dalton. Oh my gosh! How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How Number dare one me? In my heart. All right, that's it. Your stocking is sufficiently stuffed with some Good of the list, best plays Pete. in American football history. Nice work, Breacher Report. Uh, that'll do it for us all week long. We'll be here with NFL coverage throughout the holiday weekend, of course, and the holiday Monday. Tomorrow we've got Doosdays with Brady, Brady Quinn, and Leger Doosable join the show. One last reminder, give us a like or a comment. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening to the pod version, download, 
subscribe, follow, leave a five-star review. Terry Fred's give it a shot. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.